Happy New Year! Welcome to 2024. Sharon Hornell from here with Super Size Your Business. And today I've decided, and for the beginning of this year and for the foreseeable future, to do something different with uh, my daily post for this particular group. Instead of doing an idiom, which I have done an idiom every day with the exception, I think, of Christmas Day 2019, uh, and talked about what does it mean, where does it come from, and how can we use it to supersize and grow our business. Why? Because it helps me to think outside the ordinary, look at things from different points of view, and consider what things mean to me, but also what things could possibly mean to other people. So we get better communication skills so we negotiate better so we come from a strength of understanding or position of understanding not from uh adversarial positions especially when it comes to negotiations and things so what things mean is important to me it's it's why i like to read reading gives us more choices and more uh information and it's not just about more information it's about seeing things from different perspectives and then using those to make better decisions as we grow and build and supersize our business so i thought this year i would start out doing something a little different what i'm going to do is share between 20 and 100 different business building supersizing strategies different strategies that we can use to build and grow and supersize our business and i thought i'll just share four steps that you can do to implement any one of these strategies. You may or may not be doing some of these things. You may not be doing hardly any of these things. Maybe you found the one strategy that works best for you and you've been using that and it's working really, really well. But guess what? The world changes all the time. Things change all the time. So we need to have more than one tool in our toolbox when it comes to doing anything, but especially when it comes to building and growing and supersizing our business. I think 2024 may prove to be a very tumultuous year. Not that uh, the last four have not been. They've been crazy. The last uh, the last couple of decades, as far as I'm concerned, the world has just been kind of blowing up and changing. But guess what? That, that means we just have to flow and go with it and figure it out in order to build our businesses, despite what's going on around us. So today's strategy is the customer-centric approach. You may or may not be using this. You might, uh, I know when uh, I was in the Italian food manufacturing business, we weren't necessarily, we paid attention and listened to and interacted with our customers a lot, but we produced the products and services that we produced because we loved them and we wanted to share them with the world. We didn't find out from our customers what they wanted initially and then created the product. We found a product we loved and we manufactured that and tweaked it and improved it based on customer feedback, but we weren't necessarily a customer-centric focused business. And now that I know more about that as a strategy, I think if I were rebuilding that business today, I would do it differently. Uh, so what is a customer-centric approach? Why would you want to use it? Why is it important? And then what are four steps going ahead and implementing it if you choose to? Now, I will contend that this is one of the fastest, easiest ways to build and grow and supersize your business, especially online. We all know one of my favorite stories of a, of a, a business that is absolutely incredible and is totally customer centric, not totally, but mostly customer centric focused and innovation focused as well, which is another one strategy we'll talk about uh, later on this month, but is Apple, right? Apple is incredibly customer focused. They roll out products. They've created raving fans that love their products. I mean, either an Apple person, or you're not. Now, I'm not one, so I, I don't quite understand the cult-like following that Apple has created, but there's Apple, Apple people in my family. And 
they are adamant about they will only use Apple products. Now, I got a, I am a, a, a Galaxy person and Android phone user. And for Christmas, I got a Galaxy computer, which I have not even opened the box because I have COVID. And so I haven't had the energy to set that computer up yet. But I'm actually really excited about it, which is something that they learned from Apple, the Apple model of having your phone and your laptops compatible to make things easier for the user, right? The customer. So how do we go about, what are the four steps to becoming customers? Apple, by the way, is the first trillion dollar business. And so that might be an indication that they're onto something when it comes to focusing on the customer, focusing on their customer experience, et cetera. So how do we go about doing this? Number one, and, and pretty much always step one of anything you want to do, in my opinion, is customer research. You have to research your customer. You have to know uh, what your target audience is made up of. What are they like? What are they not like? What are the demographics? What are their problems? What are solutions that you can provide to them based on their problems? What are their preferences? What are their behaviors, et cetera? Um, and then we want to step two, develop and create a detailed buyer persona or ideal customer persona based on the information and the research that we've done. And once we've done that, we can come up with uh, a profile that represents the ideal customer for our business. Uh, people tell you to do this all the time, yet every day I run into business owners that have never done this, never even thought about it. And then they wonder why they're frustrated in their business because they're serving people that definitely are not their ideal customer. This happened to me in the Italian food manufacturing business. Uh, we had uh, created a business with customers that weren't necessarily our ideal customers. One of the hardest things I ever had to do was let go of our biggest customer. We were a business to business business. And so that was a, a very big deal at the time. Thirdly, we want to tailor our offerings and customize products and services, uh, our marketing messages and customer support to meet the needs of the customers, right? We want to match the needs and the offerings and the customer service and support to our different categories of customers. I say we start out with our one best, most profitable customer group, and then we expand out from there with our product offerings and our marketing, et cetera. And then finally, we want to create feedback loops. And Apple is incredible at using feedback loops to get customer information and incorporate customers' uh, preferences into new products and new iterations of their products. Uh, feedback loops are maybe surveys, interviews, talking to your customers, secret shoppers, going out and experiencing uh, your products and services as if you were a customer. That's one of my favorite, quickest, easiest ways to learn about a company is to experience it as a customer would. Uh, we want to use those feedback loops then to make changes to our products and services based on customer feedback. So curious, have you used and are you, would you consider your business and your company a customer-centric company? Do you do things to enhance your customer's experience? Do you do things? Do you listen to your customers? Guess what? There's a whole lot of businesses out there that do not care and do not listen to their customers. Have you ever had a call a utility or a uh, customer service for a utility or for cell phone service or for the old cable days or even online streaming things? How about have you ever tried to contact Facebook 
about anything or a social media company. Uh, do they care about their customers? I don't know. I think uh, there might be some debate out on that one. So that is our topic for today. Uh, let me know your thoughts and feelings about this. I just wanted to make a change this year. And I guess being sick at the end of the year made it pretty easy to say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something different. All right. Have an awesome day. If I can help you in any way, ask. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow with another Supersizing Your Business strategy and four steps to how you could implement it pretty quickly, right? You could do these four steps in a day if you so chose. All right. Have a great day. And I'll, of course, be with you tomorrow.